Hey everybody, it is Friday, and you know what that means here on Syndicated Pipe Club. It's a flashback Friday. This intro is a little different, however. It's not just me talking. I have Greg with me tonight, and we are both going to do this intro for specific reasons. Hey Greg, why don't you tell them why we're all both here tonight? Yeah, so this would be considered what a comic book fans would know as an origin story. Uh, the origin of... Uh, really this podcast and uh, you know the flash TV podcast that we had and and all of that this was really the kind of like the start of our friendship yeah in a sense yeah it was like our first uh, conversation we really had together yeah and we did it totally off the cuff I had a few questions that I wrote up because back when I was doing Maple City a pipecast full-time, because it was the only thing I was doing at the time. I decided that I'd wanted to do a series on just everyday pipe smokers. Nobody in the industry. Nobody that works in tobacco anyway, anyhow. Just the everyday Joe Blow on the street. And I put out some feelers and Greg got back to me and said, Yeah, sure, I'll be glad to do that. So, the episode that you're going to listen to in a few minutes, or a few moments, or a few seconds, or whatever is that particular episode. Now, to be quite honest, I remember nothing of it other than the fact that we did it because, well, I was in, as we were talking just off uh, off of air, I was in every one of them. So <laughs> I just don't remember. <laughs> right. No, um, I've, I remember recording this episode. I was actually in my bedroom just kind of chatting with you over Skype and uh, actually didn't have a pipe for this interview. Uh, which uh, is strange because we always have one now, like whenever we record this podcast. Uh, but no, I I had a lot of fun recording this episode and I've sent it to uh, other people to listen to. Uh, I've gotten feedback from other people and everyone that's listened to it said they uh, they really enjoyed it. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it, you know, just being the interviewee. So, uh, yeah, no, I... It was fun. Uh, I always, uh, you know, I've had friends that have done podcasts and this was really kind of like my first chance to kind of do something like that uh, without any of them. And uh, so, and I was excited and excited to talk about uh, just this hobby. And with all that being said, we will just roll right into the episode. Welcome to Maple City Pipecast, the journey of a novice through the world of pipe smoking. Hey Maple City Pipecast, Dave here. Today's another episode in the Everyman Pipe Smoker series. Today we'll be uh, speaking with Greg Mayer. This actually came about because Greg was the winner of the Um Paul pipe in my giveaway that I hosted on YouTube, which was really a giveaway for Maple City Pipecast, but I needed a good way to keep track and the YouTube giveaways seemed to be the best way to do it. So Greg uh, entered and won the Oompal, which he has since received, and I've seen evidence of it being smoked, and it looks like he, it suits him well, and he's going to enjoy that pipe for years. And I'm glad it finally found a good home. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. So Greg, how are you doing? Tell, uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Hey, thank you for having me on your show. Um, I'm Greg, and I am a pipe smoker, obviously. Uh, and then in my uh, spare time with the hobby, I like to 
uh, blog about it, usually about once a month. Uh, I'll have like a article on my blog about uh, just different random thoughts I have about pipe smoking and everything. Okay. But uh, it, like uh, basically, you know, during the day I have a normal, average, boring day job, and then at night I get to do all the fun stuff with writing, which is what which is what I consider to be my real job. Yeah, I'm there with you on that. Um, I'm actually just last year published for the first time in a short story uh, um, compilation here. That's a national publication here in Canada. Oh, nice! So that was fun, and it was a story about pipe smoking. So even better. Congratulations. No, I, th- I think I might have seen that. Uh, I think I might have read it. I, uh, you know, with, just with uh, memory and everything. Uh, but I think I remember uh, seeing something about that. But that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was just a, it was a competition I decided to, uh, to enter just for the fun of it. And I didn't win the competition or any of the prizes. But once you passed the first round, you were automatically published in their, in their thing. So that was that was awesome. And there's there's something you know you can't really replace about with uh, that excitement about getting published. Yeah, and I was looking at it too, like you know, because it wasn't one of those you know go to like on these online vanity publishers and publish your own thing. It was actually it went through a process. It's what I would think consider officially published. Yeah. No, that's awesome. The question on everybody's mind when I when I do these, or at least on my mind anyway, how did you get into the hobby of pipe smoking? Well, like, uh, it's not one of those things where, like, I wish it was a bit more, uh, like, romantic than what it, what it was. Uh, uh-huh. Like, I, everyone, like, uh, at least how I would think is, like, you know, you wish you had, like, that pipe-smoking relative or something, but I don't. Um, how I got into the hobby, well, actually, like, I was pretty uh, anti-smoking for the most part growing up. Uh, my dad smoked cigarettes growing up and uh, my mom did for a little bit but quit early on uh and so for me just being around smoke it just wasn't uh for me a very pleasant experience but uh whenever i would be uh like i remember like i would be around occasionally have a run-in with like a pipe smoker and i would just Mm -hmm. be kind of uh blown away by the aroma because it would just be it just it was different from uh the smell of uh cigarettes or cigars and like for some reason it just like i was kind of blown away by it and like i i really enjoyed it and plus i also kind of uh just enjoyed the look of a pipe like i would watch like pipe smokers in like movies or a tv show and instantly they'd become like the most interesting person on screen for me uh and so it just kind of started from there and then eventually uh, like I started getting uh, really into reading books by people like C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien and uh, other people that uh, would, you know, they were pipe smokers. And, you know, I felt like a kind of like that resonated with me as a, you know, a, a writer and I wanted to get into that. And so, uh, you know, I did research and, you know, eventually decided that, you know, I wanted to try to, you know, I wanted to try pipe smoking. And uh, so one day I brought it up with my wife because I wanted to clear clear it with her first. Right. And right. Uh, she was she was OK with it uh, as long as, you know, first I had to kind of show her, you know, that wasn't as bad as, you know, cigarettes. And also promise that if there were any like health issues that I would uh, put it down, which, you know, I'm committed to that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because, you know, you have to keep your partner in consideration 
and uh, and be fair to her, and because uh, I don't want it to to just be selfish, even though it's something I'm passionate about. Ultimately, you know, my wife is you know the number one priority in my life. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I picked out a pipe uh, off of a site. My wife actually bought it for me and then presented it to me as a as a gift. And uh, on a cold February afternoon, uh, like in in uh, probably in the teens, uh, uh, like uh, yeah, the teens Fahrenheit over here. Um, I went out and uh, took a book. Uh, I took uh, C.S. Lewis's *Mere Christianity* out with me, cup of coffee and my pipe, and I imagined that it would just be this magical experience where I could just sit down, uh, you know, read you know some really thought-provoking work while trying pipe smoking out for the first time. And it didn't go exactly <laughs> that well uh, as I proceeded to go through a book of matches. Uh, but eventually, I, I grabbed a, a grill lighter, and it was it's embarrassing to think about now, but it's all I had at that time. But, uh, you know, in the end, I still actually just really enjoyed it. And since then, I, I've stuck with it and, you know, still learning new stuff to this day, but just I've loved it ever since. I had a few experiences like that, too. Uh, I was just learning and it was, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's so much you have to consider when, when smoking a pipe. It's definitely not easy, especially if you don't have someone there to guide you like, like I did. Uh, A lot of the information that I got, I had to get from just reading articles on uh, the internet. And no, even though I was pretty well prepared with what I had read, I still you know had a lot to learn uh after uh having my first uh pipe smoking experience and so after that i actually did a little bit more research um watched a few more videos about you know properly packing a pipe which i I felt like was one of the reasons i was having a lot of difficulty and then uh by the third time i had my uh, pipe um i felt like it i had finally kind of like got the hang of it yeah, I was lucky. I had an experienced pipe smoker there my first time through, so I got nice. the, I got the, I had the benefit of being shown how to pack a bowl, how to light it properly, or one of the techniques for lighting it properly. Anyway, it was just with a big lighter too, but whatever, that's what we had, and yeah. it it was it was fun. But I I did really uh, benefit that first time through from having somebody there who knew what they were doing. Nice. Now, I always try to help uh, whenever I, I meet another person that wants to try pipe smoking. I always do my best to try to give them as much information as I can, whether I'm there in person or online. Just the type of things that I wish I had known, you know, going into it. Okay, so do you have a pipe that you always reach for? Do you have uh, like uh, a favorite, or do you just have a bunch that you'd consider favorites? How does that work for you? Uh, the well, the one pipe that I reach for constantly is uh, my uh, Missouri Meerschaum uh, Country Gentleman Cob. It just for me, like even though briars uh, were kind of what got me into the hobby, for some reason, like this uh, kind of corn cob pipe has just really been uh, something that's uh, it's, to me. It's almost like the perfect pipe where I can just have uh, just the right uh, like the it's a generous bowl with just a enough in there to you know give you like just a good hour-long smoke uh so that one i would say is probably the one that i reach for the most 
But uh, I do have one other pipe, which was kind of like my, it was my white whale pipe. And it's a Nording. Uh, they have this um, hunting series. And this is a, mm-hmm. uh, it was called a Nording uh, beaver pipe, which is, uh, it's an apple shape. And uh, on the stem, it's kind of like part bamboo. Um, and I remember seeing uh, images of it online when I first got into pipe smoking and just seeing that and being like, oh man, like that's the pipe that if I could just buy one right now, like that would be the one that I would want. And uh, for about a year, I would like scour eBay and just like type that exact uh, you know, pipe in looking for it. And eventually on uh, in 2014, around like Valentine's Day, I managed to find one and ended up winning it. And now it's been uh, a pipe that I reach for on a weekly basis. I really wasn't surprised to hear you bring up the country, but gentlemen, I've got like straight ones that are just, you know, straight from Missouri Meerschaum. I've got two or three that I use regularly. I've got a few that I've modded. I've got as many cobs as I do briars. I know that. So not surprised. Country Gentleman's one of my favorites uh, that they put out. That's a great pipe. You know, it's funny. Like I had like one or two corn cob pipes before then. I always thought that they were like they were good pipes, but they were. I always kind of felt like they were okay. But then, like, I I bought one because I really liked the shape of it because I saw one in like a, a pipe shop and I was like, I was really impressed with the shape of it. So mm-hmm. I bought it and uh, like, since spending time with it, like I've just really uh, grown like a, a deeper appreciation for corn cobs, and I, I've added. A, quite a few to my collection and uh yeah they're all great smokers and it's all really thanks to uh the country gentleman that i've you know had that appreciation do you have a particular type of tobacco that you gravitate to when you're uh smoking that particular pipe and just as a quick follow-up on the same line is whatever tobacco you grab your favorite blend um my the one that i reach for like on, on an almost daily basis is uh cornell and deals uh Old Joe Krantz, which is like a, a Virginia Burley blend with uh, quite a bit of preek in it. I, I, I'm a fan of preek. I, I enjoy like spicy food and stuff. And so preek oh, yeah, kind of too. like, yeah, preek kind of sings to me. And so uh, I just enjoy like, like I haven't had like uh, one of those blends like uh, Crowley's Best where it's just like a, a preek monster. Uh, that that I find kind of intimidating from, from stories I've heard. But uh for me, like, it's just a, like, it's a strong blend, but like it, it's right at that limit where it's, it's not too bad uh, and not too bad. Um, like it's just at your limit where uh, like, you know, you, you just really enjoy it and it's not, uh, you know, something that you have to like, you know, set aside and kind of recover from uh, with the nicotine. Um, so that would be probably like the one that I, I'm enjoying the most right now. But also, uh, I would say for other blends that I really enjoy would probably be um, Exhausted Rooster by uh, Cornell and Deal, which is a, a really great um, vapor um, flake blend. And uh, that one I have a, a that's one of the few blends that I've cellared because I enjoy it that much. And also the other blend I, I would say is really uh, enjoyable that I think uh, pipe smokers everywhere should try at least once is uh, Ennerdale by Flake by uh, um, Hagarth. It's a Lakeland blend, and those can be kind of, uh, you know, hit or miss with with pipe smokers. But it's, uh, you know, it's an English aromatic where it's uh, a floral type of uh, scent to it. 
So some people say it's kind of perfumey, and that's kind of a turnoff to them. But uh, for me, I find it to be just a very enjoyable aroma and completely different from every other uh, tobacco that I've tried. I really genuinely think a, a lot of pipe smokers should try it just uh, because I think it's just so unique. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned a couple there that I'm going to look up uh, after we're done. Cause I've had some, I've got some vapors in my cellar too, but I ended up getting falling into the McClelland area. And when they shut down, I've got some to enjoy, but once they're gone, I'm going to need something to replace them with. So I'm going to look up a couple of those that you mentioned and, take, and try yeah. them out, I'm sure. Yeah, there, there's so many McClelland blends I wish I would have been able to try, but uh, I just, I missed out on the majority of them. I still have a. Uh, tin or two of uh, Honeydew, uh, which was part of their uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, line. But mm -hmm. uh, and once those are gone, I have nothing left. It's a shame. It was sad to see them go. It was. It was. And uh, yeah, for me too, I, I just, through the Tin Society, had just been introduced to Deep Hollow. I managed to get a couple of tins of that before they shut down. Uh, that was and... one I would have wanted to try. And yeah, I've got some frog, uh, Morton, of course, in the, in the cellar. And I was really partial to uh, one of their bulk blends, uh, Virginia Perique Flake. Uh, 2015 mm. was the number. And yeah. it was really good. So I've got a bunch cellared, but I'm just leaving them for a while. <laughs> no, yeah, that's just like, uh, you know, precious, uh, irreplaceable ore. Or, you, oh, know, yeah. like, uh, you know, like once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, that's going to be the stuff that breaks out on special occasions, you know, like 50th yeah. anniversary or kids' graduations, things like that. Absolutely. Okay, final question. Do you have any advice that you'd like to give any new pipe smokers that might be listening tonight? Uh, my advice would just be to um, enjoy, you know, don't let other pipe smokers uh, guilt you into trying, uh, into feeling bad for enjoying the blends that you enjoy smoking. Um, you know, like there's a lot, for the most part, I, I think we have a very welcoming and, uh, you know, helpful community, but there's definitely some of the, uh, people out there, uh, that have, you know, they have strong opinions and, uh, you know, they tend to look down on things like aromatics. And while I don't necessarily smoke a lot of aromatics anymore, um, you know, ultimately aromatics were the, the kind of blends that kind of interested me into getting into pipe smoking. And I feel that we should let, you know, pipe smokers, uh, especially the, the new ones, you know, enjoy what they want and uh, not pressure them into, you know, trying, you know, Escudo or uh, other kind of like boutique blends just because that's the in thing to do or, or um, you know, the esoterica blends you know, let, you know, let them gradually, you know, get to that. But, you know, if they enjoy that, you know, blueberry blend from, uh, you know, their uh, local tobacconists, and I see no reason for them. And you know, for you, you know, I don't see any problem with that. You know, smoke what you enjoy. No, absolutely. Like, why? Why? Why change what you don't like? Some of those smokers are not even going to become English smokers or vapor smokers or anything they're going to stick with those blends they're going to stick with what they enjoy they may try the other ones sure but there's no guarantee that they're going to uh switch over exactly so why force them and that's one of the things that i think is really uh, wonderful about our hobby is that 
if you had every pipe smoker list what um, their top five favorite or even their top three favorite blends, you know, chances are nobody's going to have the same three answers. I, I would be very surprised to see if, if I mean, you might see common ones pop up in a lot of people's uh, lists, but I don't think you're ever going to find one, uh, you know, two that are the same because there's just such a, a wonderful wealth of uh, pipe tobacco that's out there for pipe smokers to just uh, enjoy. And, uh, and that's one of the exciting things too, about just being in the pipe community is just, you know, Oh, have you tried this blend? No, you know, let me check it out. Uh, oh, you have to try this one. And just like, uh, just the generosity and the excitement that we all have just uh, talking about like our latest, uh, you know, discoveries or, or suggestions. It's just uh, really something that uh, I think is just, you know, wonderful. And one of the reasons why I just love this hobby so much. Yeah, me too. I've had many different tobaccos that I've tried, some I've not liked, and they've either, um, as I heard put once before, went to the hamster cage, or uh, they've just got thrown out. But that's, <laughs> that's the risks you take sometimes. So that's going to be it for the questions for our our talk tonight is there any place that uh, people can follow you if they want to uh, look you up yes um i have uh, i'm the badger piper and uh you can find me on instagram at the badger piper uh i believe on there there's no underscores um you can follow me on twitter at the underscore badger piper uh and then on uh i also have a pipe blog where i like to you know Know, update once a month or so at uh, the Badger Piper dot uh, WordPress dot com, uh, and that's that's been going for a couple uh, for about two or three years now, and, and uh, so there's a quite a bit of material on there. All right. So anyway, Greg, thanks very much for uh, coming on with me tonight. Uh, appreciated the conversation, and maybe we can do it again another time. Absolutely, anytime. Thank you for having me. You're quite welcome, and thanks again, Greg, for agreeing to do the Everyman Pipe Smoker segment with me. It was really appreciated, and I'll be glad to do it again sometime. Now, uh, just a quick plug for something else that's going on here. Um, Not here, actually, on Maple City Pipecast, but on my other podcast, Universal Humdrum. Greg has actually agreed to co-host a segment or two with me. And as of this time, at least two of them, possibly three, have already aired. We have been talking over the last couple of weeks about The Flash TV show uh, from the WB on Tuesday nights when it airs in your time zone. And we have been taking the tact of a TV talk podcast, such as Flash TV Talk. Now, we are not trying to step on anybody's toes here. If you want good information and you have time to listen to a big podcast with people dedicated and to only this topic, Flash TV Talk with Bo and Bell would be your best option. But as for us, we have our own uh, theories and whatnot, and we have been expounding on them. I will link to those episodes that have aired in the show notes for this episode that we have just finished. And I hope that you guys, if you're interested, will go along over to Universal Humcast and listen to what we have to say. I can't tell you um, what the episodes are titled at this point, because when I recorded this, they haven't even been recorded themselves yet. So 
the links will be there in the description and I'll let you know what the segment and all that stuff are in the show notes. So I hope everybody has enjoyed this Everyman Pipe Smoker episode and we will see you next week. I would certainly be glad to get any feedback that anyone may have on this or previous episodes. You can contact me either through email via maplecitymedia at gmail.com or you can contact me through Maple City Media's Twitter handle at Media Maple or the show's Twitter handle at MC Pipecast or my own personal one at DRAllen201. Any one of those three will get you in contact with me and uh, let me have uh, your feedback. You've been listening to Maple City Pipecast, a member of the Maple City Media Network. For information on this and other shows, please visit maplecitymedia.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and good smokes.